kind of where our relationship with Dectronic started was having more of the scorers table as the starting point, mm -hmm. getting people excited about what that can be, and then getting more um, energy and synergy around the fundraising strategy for a larger board. Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today we're talking to Christina Navarro, Director of Athletics and Recreation, Assistant Chancellor at University of Wisconsin-Platteville. She shares her history, how the project at Bo Ryan Court came about, and the fun video they produced to introduce their new display. And we're here today with Christina. Christina, how are you doing? Doing good. All right, and we have Matt with us here as well. Hello. Um, but Christina, let's start by um, giving everybody a background. Can you tell us um, what your current position is and kind of how you got to where you're at today? Yeah, yeah. So um, I started out as a student athlete in Wisconsin. I grew up in Madison, I walked onto the rowing team at UW, and from there decided uh, in my sophomore year to transfer and um, went over to UW-Lacrosse, which is a WIC Division three school, competed in the sports of track and field and volleyball, and from then um, went on to my master's program at UNC Chapel Hill. Um, after that, came back to Madison and completed my PhD while I worked in the athletics department, mainly with uh, life skills programming, academic support for the football program, and then kind of turned into more of a faculty uh, role. So went down to the University of Oklahoma, was um, in charge of their graduate program in sport administration, taught individuals that wanted to be um, wanted to be future athletic directors, and then uh, decided I wanted to get back into the administration ranks. So moved and came back to Wisconsin, had opportunity to work at UW-Whitewater for about six years and started as a tenure track faculty person and ended up as an associate athletic director. Uh, after the six years I was there. So we started the Warhawk Leadership Academy, and that really got me interested in being a future athletic director. Um, went on from there to Rutgers for two years as a senior associate athletic director, more involved in the fundraising space. And then I had the opportunity to come back to the WIC as the athletic director at UW Platteville in 2020, uh, right during the heart of COVID. So we're going wow. on year three, <laughs> year three now. And, uh, yeah, I always kid that my popularity rate has exponentially increased since my first day when I had to cancel all sports. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a right. Rough start. Yeah, <laughs> um, and so you were—I mean, even going back, you when you were in college, I mean, obviously, like you said, you played a lot of different sports. You um, yeah. like being athletics, and I think you kind of hinted at it in the middle there. But like, at what point did you know you like being athletics? But what do I want to do with this as a career, right? Like, did you always envision like wanting to be a director of athletics at an institution or kind of how did that come about? Yeah, um, I think for me, it was something I always had interest in. My dad was uh, my high school principal and my best friend's mom was our athletic director. So we kind of always just hung out together. And our parents knew we couldn't get in too much trouble if we were <laughs> hanging out with the athletic director's kids. And <laughs> yeah. so we'd always just, you know, have people over to our, our house or his house and, um, from there, I think I, I never really saw myself in the K-12 space. Most of my family is in the education space at K-12. Um, I really like the idea of, of teaching, but also helping with the leadership side of, of student athletes. So it kind of all fell together, I would say, during my master's program 
when I worked with a mentor, Dr. Cricket Lane, uh, she oversaw the Leadership Academy in Carolina, and that kind of put it all together for me. So started to get more involved in the fundraising space, really enjoyed that. The corporate sponsorship space was something I really enjoyed, um, and the relationships you could build, and then, you know, the resources that would come for that to come from that to benefit the student-athletes. Okay, yeah, it sounds like you kind of run the gamut on different areas that you're involved in. And did you realize coming into this that you would be involved in like the game day atmosphere part of it and the game day experience? I'm kind of hinting at that because we know you you recently worked with Dactronics on an installation there. But when did you kind of realize there was all this extra area to being an athletic director? Yeah, um, I would say really during my master's program. So I was a, a graduate assistant for two years. We did all game day stuff from basketball to uh, football to everything you can think of. And that's really where we got involved in ticketing, game day experience, marketing, corporate sponsorship, fulfillments with in-game promotions. Um, and I really liked it. It's just a multifaceted role, ability to be engaged with a lot of students, but also a lot of the fans and the whole atmosphere. Yeah, this is it was almost going to tie into a question that we usually ask, but I know we've interviewed athletic directors before and is the answer to this question could go on forever but you're it's all these all right so you're the director of athletics what all does that entail for areas and responsibilities but when you're an athletic director i mean like i said that that list could go on and on and on and you already started even kind of building that out already yeah yeah i mean it's it's (laughs) it's multifaceted for sure i mean everything from i'm pretty engaged still with our student athlete groups or Pioneer Student Athlete Advisory Committee. I'm actually still the advisor for that. Mm. So that's one piece I really like and have not wanted to give up. But it's, it's you know, hiring of coaches has been huge. Mm-hmm. Personnel has been huge. The first seven, uh, the first three years, we've hired seven new uh, head coaches. So oh, wow. that's been big. I think we've had 40 hires as a whole uh, with our assistant coaches and turnover there. So that's a big part of it, developing the staff. And then obviously the game day experience, trying to, make sure everything from marketing to ticketing and, you know, concessions, et cetera, is solid. And then, you know, overseeing compliance and eligibility, making sure that everybody's doing what they need to be doing. Yeah, there's so many different hats right. that you got to wear. It's, um, um, and I'm just kind of curious, and maybe for our listeners too, at UW-Platteville, um, how many sports then are, are do you oversee? Like, what are all the, the sports you have going on there? Yeah, so we have 16 different sports, um, but includes indoor outdoor track and cross country as uh four to six of them so mm-hmm. we have football volleyball golf and men's and women's soccer in the fall um in the winter we have men's and women's basketball um continue on with wrestling and then baseball softball in the spring golf gets back into it we have a cross country season kind of split between fall and spring um, and then indoor outdoor track and then um I'm great. Always forgetting one. I think I mentioned volleyball already. I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. mean to put you on Every the spot there. Like, you know, you, you're constantly going to always forget one as you're rattling yeah. them off. But, yeah. you know, I love, I love them all the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with 16 of them, we expected, you know, every single yeah. one listed, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you did just recently work with Dactronics on a project that would affect multiple different sports at, at Bo Ryan Court. Can you tell us kind of how that project came about and what you were looking for with, with that installation? Yeah, so um, Bo Ryan Court is an area that's a major hub for us on campus. We do convocation and graduation there. Um, the other piece that we have there is over 100 home games that happen on an annual basis. And 
we've never had a video board experience. So for us, even at the division three level, that's something the game day experience really thrives and, you know, vibes around. So Mm -hmm. for us, we wanted to to make this a reality. And we started the process about two years ago of a fundraising strategy to, to make it a reality. And it's been, it's been awesome. The whole community has really rallied behind it. Yeah. And kind of talking a little bit more about that, you mentioned, you know, a D3 school, you never had a video board before. Obviously the next questions are that always come up are, how are we going to get money for this? How are we going to finance this? So can you maybe talk a little bit about how you were able to use your, your corporate sponsorship programs to help finance this project? Yeah. So that, that was really the the crux of it is, you know, we had the go ahead from campus to do it, but we needed to figure out a fundraising strategy. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we really revamped when I came in our corporate partnership levels. So our premier level is a $15,000 and above partnership. And we wanted to get away from just one year agreements so that we could have more of a long, long-term plan. Uh, so we started and endeavored into three to five year asks. Uh, we had six to seven different entities come on board with us that helped us create a plan to pay off the board in five years. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of interesting that like that kind of pulls it all together and, and that's in place now. Um, how has that kind of affected uh, fans in the stands or even players? I know sometimes you hear people come in and they've never had a video display there before and they just start looking and notice their, themselves up on it <laughs> and they, they get kind of starstruck a little bit saying, oh, I'm on TV basically. Um, have you had some, some reactions from people with, with this uh, new display? Yeah. I mean, I think the the biggest piece has been, you know, hype videos for our volleyball program. That was the first program to kick it off. And it was awesome for them to see that we were able to, you know, do the whole light show in the gym. Our coaches never wanted to do that before because we didn't have the, the video board experience. So we never had really done the hype videos that you could bring right into the gym. Um, so they love that. I think the fans are really intrigued by able being able to see how big the screen is. And a lot of people are like, wow, that's bigger than we thought it, you know, <laughs> a, a board could be. So it's been kind of cool to have that uh, general vibe. You know, the clarity of it has been also really, really cool to see everybody's like, wow, it's just, it looks like a TV on the wall. That's like <laughs> five times the size of the one in my living room. <laughs> yeah, That's usually the question we get at trade shows is always, can I get one of those for my living room? Can you install them? Like, yeah. Uh, not that easy. We could, but you probably don't want to do that. But <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, um, so you said you didn't have a video display there before. Did you just have scoreboard set up or kind of what was it before this installation? Yeah, more just of a static scoreboard situation where, you know, you got the the numbers and the, the timeouts left and, you know, the very basic thing. We had a, kind of a, a scrolling deal where you could put a few sponsors on there. But mm. even on the floorboard, we had static signage and really wanted to get into, and that's kind of where our relationship with Dectronic started, was having more of the scorers table as the starting point, mm-hmm. getting people excited about what that could be. And then getting more um, energy and synergy around the fundraising strategy for a larger board. Right. And and you kind of mentioned that you had some advertising before that you could kind of roll through. Um, how does the new digital display kind of help with revenue stream for potentially other areas of athletics? Yeah, it's it's huge. It, it gives us another inventory point that's prominent and displayed. You know, a lot of a lot of viewers, a lot of people in the gym. So it's it's been really strong the inventory point for us to sell, but also our corporate partners then share it with their friends and their, you know, other business folks in town and mm-hmm. in, in the region. And they want to get on board with it too. 
Yeah, and I think we kind of mentioned even getting ready for this episode today, though, right? You've you've put together an awesome finance plan to help pay off the board even because then this can become a revenue stream afterwards that you can use for other things around campus. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's really where campus saw the value of it, too, is to continue to, to grow it as a way for return on investment. Right. And you don't have just this one at Bo Ryan Court. You also have another display for football. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Now, we... We had had one out at football uh, through through you guys at Dactronics, and it lasted 12 years. It withstood a, or withstanded a, a tornado and getting struck by lightning. Oh, and wow. So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, and so it was time for us to upgrade. So we were able to, you know, work with your staff and figure out how we could kind of do do both of these things together. It, it took its a fair share of abuse. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely time to, to bench them. But, and that's kind of another area I was thinking of too. Is you know you mentioned you didn't have a display in there for Bo Ryan Court. You've had one for football. I mean, I gotta imagine you've been at a lot of different colleges, kind of as you as you mentioned how you got to where you are today. What was it like? Um, I mean, there's like an education side to this, right? Like when there's a new board, some people maybe aren't familiar with LED displays. Did you kind of pull from any previous knowledge or how did everyone kind of get informed about this? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I wasn't super savvy on LED displays, (laughs) but really relied on my assistant AD for marketing and branding. Uh, She's also our sports information director. Very well, you know, connected and established in the area uh, with with that specific area. So she was able to really guide us and went to COSIDA and some of the different national conventions to learn more about this and continue to help educate me on what needed to happen too. Wow. And then now you're all set up and then you kind of unveiled this in an interesting way to let people know (laughs) that you had this new display at Bo Ryan Court. Can you tell us a little about uh, how that idea came about for you guys? (laughs) Yeah, so the display at Bo Ryan Court uh, and the video and everything really kind of came together in in a idea with all of us trying to pull together on it what what would really hit our fan base and mm-hmm. that's kind of how we continue to to grow with the whole idea is they really wanted to see more of a a live atmosphere in in Bo Ryan Court. Okay, so this this video that we're talking about, it's kind of an idea from a popular Christmas movie. They kind of spoof on it and and show yeah. it off in an interesting way, right? Yeah, yeah. So in our area in, in southwest Wisconsin, a lot of people are interested in you know hunting and you know flap hats and and that. And so National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is is a video I think a lot of people watch annually for uh, the holiday season and our chancellor was on board with doing a little bit of a spoof on that. So we were able to get together with our head coaches uh, for football and basketball and wrestling and put together a pretty funny Christmas vacation spoof video to kick off the first day of using the board. Did, did everybody kind of hear that idea and say, oh, uh, pick me. I want to be in it right away. Or did you have to kind of convince some <laughs> oh, people? Was, they thought I was nuts. And they're like, what? You want to do what? And I'm like, yeah, we're doing this. And so then I ended up just sending them a meeting invite and telling them where to show up. <laughs> so so uh, they, they did, of course, because when the boss tells you where to be, you got to be there. So I, I, and I go to Jeff Gard. He's not the he's not somebody you would think would would act his his brother uh greg is the head coach for the badgers and uh oh. he's uh he's kind of a pretty straight laced guy and he's always just pretty serious and so i said okay you're gonna be clark griswold and here's your lines <laughs> so, <laughs> something he never uh, thought he'd been told hilarious. in his life yeah <laughs> yeah it was hilarious and then 
the next day I told coach Ryan Mons, our new football coach that, uh, he was going to be, uh, Eddie, Eddie, um, <laughs> or yeah, Eddie, cousin, cousin Eddie. Ed, yep. yeah. yeah, cousin Eddie. Thank you. And, uh, he's like, okay, you know, he was all about it. He was the kind of guy that, you know, played football, was in the school play and, you know, loved it. So he, he crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, it's my favorite Christmas movie of all time is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And <laughs> we'll definitely put a link in the show notes so that people listening can definitely go check that out. So when you, when you got this done then and you published it, did you go back and get kind of get their feedback or how was the, the final video received? Yeah, the rest of the coaches loved it, and then they wanted to kind of, you know, know, you know, how they could get involved <laughs> in the sequel. So I would say the the most funny part was the chancellor saw it, uh, the initial takes, and wanted to be involved with it. She wasn't initially going to be in it, and then we said, okay, this was all during homecoming week. So my uh, video guy said, all right, you got to go to the chancellor's office at this time and, and make sure we get this out by Friday. So it all kind of came together at the last minute, and. It really just kind of took off. Nice. And obviously we've seen it. And, and you said you had some good response internally. Did you see good response from like the, the student athletes <laughs> and the students themselves? Yeah, they thought it was super funny and they loved it generally. I mean, they love the board. They love seeing their self up there. And for recruiting, it's been huge. So it's been a it's been a good thing. Nice. So, yeah, we hear that sometimes, too, like a new display comes in and it helps with recruitment. So there might be other aspects of it that, like we mentioned, the sponsorship. We mentioned, you know, this awesome intro video that you did to kind of debut it. But there's there's those added benefits that come along with it. So can you tell us, do you have any future plans of, of what else you might do with this? I mean, you mentioned a, a, a sequel video, a sequel. but um, anything beyond that during game day? Yeah, yeah, I think for us, the, the hype videos with the student athletes is huge. So we're working on our uh, men's and women's basketball ones and, and wrestling. Um, we, <laughs> we have guys that they come into media day, a lot of them are farmers. And so they some of them brought their chickens in some of them brought different <laughs> animals in. And so I'm oh, sure wow. the, the chicken will go live on the, <laughs> on the screen at some point. So it should be funny. Uh, I, you know, convocation and graduation are huge for us too. So we we have a strong plan to continue to incorporate the the board there <laughs> that's awesome and uh, a question i kind of thought of earlier but forgot to ask though is now you have this video board who is involved in putting on the the production and making sure that the display you know say used correctly but who's kind of in charge in operating the display during events yeah so we have an assistant athletic director for marketing uh, and branding and communications she serves as our sports information director and then we also have an assistant sports information director uh, for all of our athletic communications so they primarily organize all of the programming for the board uh, they sat through the dactronics training to learn how to use it but then also they mobilize a student group of probably six to seven people for game day that are at the table or doing different things. We also have a live stream on campus hmm. with our media tech services. So they're all, you know, working together to make this thing, make this thing go. And I think I could speak for Justin too. That's an area that we always love hearing about that. I, I don't think it's talked about enough is when you get a new video board, it's this, okay, cool. It's great for the game day atmosphere. The athletes love it. Coaches love it. You know, fans love it. Sponsors love it. All these things. But you can turn these into educational opportunities. I mean, you're mentioning students helping with putting on these productions where like, if you didn't have that, I mean, you use a live stream, but it, it definitely opens up maybe a whole new career door for them if they like doing something like this. Yeah, definitely. We have a, a master's program in sport administration with a GA fellowship program. So we have students there and then also undergraduate interns in sport management that like to get involved. 
Nice. It's it's awesome to hear all the all the things that go on behind the scene to actually mm-hmm. make the production come to life because we all remember sitting in front of a sporting event and seeing the presentation on the board, but there's all those things going on behind the scenes to make sure that it kind of goes off without a hitch and and has a good presentation for the atmosphere there. Um, if you're if you're talking to to other colleges or some other colleges are listening to this thinking of, "Hey, how would I be able to improve my game day experience?" Would you have any kind of advice to give to them? I think kind of just having a vision for what, what could your gym look like or your arena, whatever it is, um, you know, how big can you go with a plan? It, for us, it was we wanted to center a point around one specific video board. Some gyms and arenas that we looked at want to do a dual sideboard. Um, for us, also having a, a digital board on the floor for the scores table was important. So mm-hmm. I think it's really, you know, what does your budget allow, but what, what can your strategy, you don't, you don't have to be limited by your current budget. You can look at what your strategy moving forward is because there's a lot of potential for corporate partnerships here. I was going to say, it's almost that don't be afraid. We say sticker shock a lot because yeah. I mean, you, you maybe ran into that at the beginning, but you all found a way to obviously overcome that and still make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at first you're like, okay, well, we're going to have to do a lot of work to get to that point. But, uh, through both philanthropic and corporate support, typically it's something that people want is to see their name on a board and, and get that market share, at least in the region, so that they have the biggest show in town, their name's all over it. Yeah, and there's all those different aspects that go into it. You mentioned the different financing options, all the sponsorship opportunities, um, and, yeah. and everything that it can do for recruiting, for recruiting yeah. game day, and, and even behind the scenes. So, um, Christina, I just want to thank you for taking the time to, to come and talk to us today and to share everything that you've been through, your entire history, and all, all the interesting things you've got going on. And we're, we're definitely looking forward to that uh, second video you put say, out. I was going to say, looking forward to the sequel, yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we can't, we can't wait. It'll hopefully be up by uh, by December. <laughs> awesome. We'll keep an eye out for it. Thanks, Christina, for joining us. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes. 